Well, good afternoon. Hello, hello. How are you? I am well. You sound well. <laughs> you sound well. Well, we're finally able to record. You know, this week has been treacherous coming off this vacation. Yes, I went on vacation, everyone, finally. Um, this has been treacherous trying to get back into the flow of things. and Everything just sprung up instantly and off. I'm just like, oh, my God, any minute, any day now, I'm able to sit down and record. But I'm actually glad we didn't record earlier this week because all this stuff that has happened in the past 72 hours to a week, boy, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. You ready to do this thing? Absolutely. Well, I, I know because I kind of just sprung this on you just, just off verbatim. Like, here, I'm ready to record now. Yeah, so. Let's go. Let's get right to it. God, what episode are we on? Are we on uh-huh. 30 already? Yeah, yeah, we are on 30. We're on 30. Shut up. Well, I said, you know, don't ask me. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. We're on episode 30. I'm just kidding. We're on episode 30. Y'all have no idea. Podcast bitch guy here. And I am Sean. Okay. Well, 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 well. We have a lot. I've been looking forward to getting to this podcast. I have been on a well-needed, well-rested vacation. I get off vacation. I see a bunch of foolishness happen because I completely ignored social media purposely. But, of course, my timeline and my phone kept buzzing. Top 50 greatest rappers list. Boom. Nikki and Joe Button. Boom. But that wasn't the biggest story that has happened in the past 72 hours. It goes by this this small guy named Jay-Z, a.k.a. Sean Carter. Y'all might have heard of him. I don't know if you really know who he is. Uh, Let's let's get to it. Jay-Z is now partnering with the NFL and is causing a lot of division, a lot of uh, speculation, a lot of divisive and divided opinion. Um, basically what he's going to be doing is through his Rock Nation company, basically he's going to be, uh, talking about social justice reform and taking on the entertainment portion of the coveted Super Bowl performance. I have been very quiet. I have tweeted a few things, but for the most part, I've been relatively quiet. I really haven't said too much anything. My lovely co-host on the other hand has not been so quiet. (laughs) My dog on Twitter was jumping back and forth because of you, Sean. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. I try. I know you try. You try very hard. Now, I'm going to let you go first because I have a funny feeling. Not that we're going to have a difference of opinion too much, but I, I am going to play devil's advocate for a large portion of this. But I am going to share some sentiments. But I want you to go first because I know you feel some type of way. Now, now before we even get to that, I want to make a very quick disclaimer, everyone. We are not talking about Jay-Z the rapper. I know people have comprehension skills and are unable to separate the two. This is not about Jay-Z the rapper. This is about Sean Carter the businessman. So I wanted to kind of put that out there before we even get to that. Sean, the floor is yours and you can take as much time as you want. You can say whatever. Oh, it's going to be short and sweet. Okay. Um, I mean, it's no secret that I don't like Jay Z, so this came as no surprise to me. 
I think that um, he is a snake and um, he is someone who is always just looking out for himself. I feel like there was a way to do this that would have not been so shady per se. Mm-hmm. Like to to go out and tell people that you talked to Cap but then to find out that you didn't talk to Cap about this like why would you say you talked to him making it seem like you know y'all discussed this or whatever when you know that what y'all talked about had nothing to do with you getting into bed with the NFL after you just six months ago made a song about how the NFL needs you. You don't need the NFL, but now all of a sudden you want to do this. And then you go on TV and you say, we've moved past kneeling when I don't recall you kneeling, not ever. Like I feel like he's benefiting off of cap sacrifice and without even talking to him or trying to bring him into the fold. And I don't appreciate it. Okay. Very good. Okay. I'm going to say a lot. Um, as if I don't talk enough on this podcast. I try to kind of not talk as much. But I do have my opinions about the whole thing. Now, I am also upset with Jay-Z. I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you why I am upset with, with him. This whole entire thing with social justice... I'm not going to say it started with Cap. We can go all the way back to Jim Brown. But in this generation, in this day and age, the whole reason why the NFL is even having this social justice reform is because of Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. So for Jay-Z to not reach out to him at all and then lie about it on top of it, it does make him look funny. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm mostly upset with Jay about. Because this whole thing was about him. And I know some people are like, well, Cap isn't the end all because I saw that online. I'm going to talk about the internet for a little while because Ugh. I saw a lot of stuff I wasn't cool with on, on the internet. I'll get to that. But, again, this whole thing pretty much it re, you know revolved around Cap and what he was trying, trying to accomplish originally. And you cannot be this kind of figurehead not just in entertainment, but just in the business world, period, make this move and then not even confer with the person that this is about anyway. Now, 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 when I say about him, I'm not saying that social justice reform is about Colin Kaepernick. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, however, is think about it. You came out with the, the announcement was made and he had the news conference, press conference with Roger Goodell. Ironically, the same exact. Day. It wasn't ironically. I felt like, like that come was purposeful, man. That was like another slap in the face. Like Caps tweeting about how it's been three years, and then this news of, comes like, out. Y'all, y'all don't know what this day is. Yeah, like, exactly. Stop it. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of that either. I'm just like, oh, oh okay. So that's what I'm mostly upset with Jay about. And I'm also upset with Jay, uh, uh, a point that you made was saying that kneeling, we're, we're past that now. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's above me now, pretty much. I didn't like that because, think about it, across the board, rather it was through elementary school sports all the way to the pros, kneeling has been effective. And kneeling was actually 
a sign of respect because we've covered this before that Kaepernick was told to kneel anyway. So that has been deemed effective and other players and other uh, athletes have kneeled uh, in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick and his cause. So don't say that we're past that now. Hasn't been that long. A, a movement of, of any kind of proportion sometimes takes decades. The civil rights movement didn't start and end in three days mm-hmm. or three years. Hell, we're still fighting just to be, uh, just for, for civil rights in this country. So don't say that we're past that now because, and, and the, the, the last thing that I'm really upset about is Jay-Z, I understand that Jay-Z is a smart dude business-wise, but the NFL knew exactly they was doing. They was trying, trying yeah, to put a band on a gunshot. They yeah. take somebody that, you know, mostly y'all, because not me, um, relish as being like this great figure. And if we could get Jay-Z, you know, on our side, then all the skeptical people who are still like not messing with us, they'll be like, oh, well, if Jay-Z cool with it, then maybe I can like forget about what's going on and right. we're just going to sweep you know, cap sacrifice on the rug and right. it will be back good. Right. And that's why I'm upset because I feel like there was a lot of ways that Jay-Z could have done what he claims he's doing without like getting into bed with them. Like you wear mm-hmm. this cap jersey and you make it seem Saturday like you live caps, mm-hmm. but you basically literally like just threw him under the bus. Yeah. And I don't I don't understand that. And then you know the Chestnut Checkers Twitter is really a buzz now because it's rumored that like that he might buy NFL team. buying mm-hmm. a team and then mm-hmm. oh he's gonna buy a team and he's gonna hire like I don't know if Jay Z really thinking that deep into it. I don't know if he even cares that much. Like I realize that he does, you know, he has done things for like the community, and I'm not like trying to discredit none of that, but you know, just because you do one good thing, you if you're still on the like, you know, on the other hand, doing something messed up, then it's like it's like a double penalty. It's like it's kind of canceling each other out. You can't hear me? I'm here, Sean. Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't know what just happened. Like, my, my Wi-Fi just booted me off for some reason. I don't know what in the world just happened, but we good. We good. We good now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I tell I tell you what 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 yeah so I don't know what just happened but anyway continue. But I'm just basically saying like I feel like it's kind of disingenuous mm-hmm. on his behalf, and I'm looking at it like he ain't doing this for us. He doing this for him. Okay. Like this is a business move for him. Is it has nothing to do with him helping push the movement forward. Or nothing, and I just feel like it's crap. Now, I mean, I'm willing to come back later if it's proven that, you know, this was actually more than what it seems to be, and if he actually does do something with it. Like, I don't have a problem with saying, okay, I didn't see the full picture. I see it now. You know, it was good. But as of right now, I'm just like really side eyeing. Like, you really full of crap. Okay, I'm glad you said that. So. This is where, oh, now, now, before I even get to what, I, what I'm going to get to next, I do want to give a shout out to Nessa. Nessa is amazing. If you don't follow Nessa on, on Instagram or social media, please find her and follow her. Everyone knows that's Colin Kaepernick's girl. 
She is the true definition of a ride or die. Boy, she has been hot. Her and Eric Reed both have been very upset about this whole ordeal, and rightfully so. Um, she has been by his side through this whole entire time. Eric Reed also um, has been um, by his side and and everything. So I I I, I love both and what they stand for. Now, I am going to do something that is going to make a lot of people upset, <laughs> which I tend to do a lot, but that's okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate. And okay, Charlemagne. Uh, no, okay. I No, I have to. I have to. Don't, don't do that. I have to. Because this is not, I'm speaking for me personally. This is just me. This is, this is not anyone else, but just my own opinions. Okay. Throughout my entire life, I've been always the benefit of the doubt person. And the reason why is because I just tend to not want to see the bad in everything. I think that for me personally, um, always trying to see the good in something sometimes works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes being given the benefit of the doubt can, can also hurt you. And so I'm always the type of individual that always want to see the good in something. Rather, I vehemently disagree with it or not. Uh, even with the Kanye stuff, as much as I can't stand freaking Kanye West, I hope one day that that idiot just comes back to earth. <laughs> you no, know, I don't see it. you know, I don't see it neither. But that's just my that's just my belief system. That's just where I'm at. So, devil's advocate part. As angry and as stupid as this is for Jay Z to do this, here's the other side of it. For my my perspective, and this is just me. I am still glad that a black man was able to get that seat because nobody's been able to do it. That That's an amazing feat that nobody's been able to do. And I'm glad that it was him and not some other individual that has not shown himself approved by the works that he has done in the community. I'm not, if I'm not going to go through the list of things that he has done, Google is your friend. So I'm not going to do that. Um, so I, I do want to kind of point that out. Now, here's what I really want to discuss. I want to discuss the Internet for a minute because I don't. So what what makes me mad more than anything is this. Now, I get we upset with Jay-Z. I get it. And rightfully so. And I want to say that because no one, I don't care how good he has been for the community. Nobody is above reproach. Any, I, I said this on many occasions on this podcast. Anybody can get it. And that includes Jay-Z or Sean Carter or whatever you want to call him today. That includes him. So anybody can get it. But this is what pissed me off with the internet. And once I got on, I immediately got off because I got so mad that I, I, I man, I, I, was, I, I, had to, I had to repent because I, I was angry after I seen all of this. It is one thing to be mad at somebody. But when you start bringing up somebody's family into it, that's where I draw the line. I see niggas go from, this is what Pac was talking about in 96. Nigga, that was 23 years ago. Why the hell are we talking about Tupac now? Jay-Z's 50. I would hope he has grown since then. Then I see other people talking about, see, that's why... That's why I never listened to Jay anyway, and that's why I got Nas above Jay in rap. We're not talking hip-hop. We're not. This ain't about rap. That's why I made that disclaimer from the beginning. 
This is not about Jay-Z the rapper. If you don't like Jay-Z the rapper, Sean, you have said this on many occasions, you don't like Jay-Z the rapper. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But stay on topic. Don't talk about Jay-Z the rapper when talking about Jay-Z and social issues neither. Because one has nothing to do with the other. But the most egregious thing that I got pissed off at was bringing up the fact that he cheated on Beyonce and he sold crack to his mama. What the hell does that got to do with this? Jay-Z ain't touched a brick in 20 years. Matter of fact, I'll take it a step further. He just got an LGBT award, I think a couple years ago, for his contributions to them and the fact that he had his mother on the album who just so happens to be a lesbian. And he talked about it on his record. Why the hell are you bringing that up when you're talking about this? One has nothing to do with the other. And it pissed me off because you know what that reminds me of? See, it reminded me of when white people bring up black people's transgressions when they get arrested. And they bring up, like, for instance, when Philando Castile got murdered, they start bringing up his weed. So, what the hell does the weed got to do with it? This man is dead now. So when it comes to this, why are you bringing up he sold crack to his mama? And you know how many people so <laughs> no, I'm just keeping no, I'm keeping it 100 because I need people to keep that same energy. Okay, he sold crack to his mama. Okay, they have a great relationship, I'm pretty sure. He cheated on Beyonce. We know that. Guess last I checked, they're still married, right? So obviously everything must be still cool in their relationship, right? Why the hell are you bringing that up? I get it. You're pissed off with him, and rightfully so. I'm mad at him, too. But I'm not going to go as far as to say, well, that's why Blue Ivy ain't got no edges. Because I see people Okay, now that's too far. That's what I'm saying. And she does, by the way, so that's stupid. But, okay, I I guess since we playing devil's advocate, I'm going to be Charlemagne now, too. I can argue that saying he sold crack to his mom or that he cheated on Beyonce, that that can be attributed to his character, which would show that he is maybe not the most morally, um, like, like moral person, I guess. That, mm-hmm. like, you know, he is known to do foul stuff from time to time. So you can't kind of like put this past him. So to me, in a way, I could see the correlation and I could see how like one would kind of go with the other. Now to discuss his children, his kids don't got nothing to do with him. But, that, but, but, person. But, but honestly, neither does his wife. I can see you cheating on your wife showing that your character is not the best. And if okay. you're not loyal to your wife, then why would you be loyal to us? Okay, okay. Here's why I disagree with that. Then in that case, we should not celebrate Malcolm X. Because didn't, crack, didn't he sell crack to people too? Wasn't he? Sold he, it to his mama. He, he sold it to people. I don't care if it was his mama, his auntie. I don't care if it was uh, John Doe right up the street. I he mean, I, crack, can, right? I can argue that, you know, selling crack, no, it's not a good thing. But... We talk about how, like, some people, when you don't have a choice and all you're trying to do at the moment is put food on your table, no, it's not the best, like, job and, you know, it's messed up because it messes up the community. But, I mean, if you can't go get a job and that's all that you can do, 
then you know that's your circumstances and hopefully when you can do better you will but I like I said I can see how you know you say somebody that's selling drugs I mean if you can sell drugs to your mom you know I I can I see you selling drugs to Tanisha on the street and you selling drugs to your mom as two totally different things okay I, okay that's fine but we act like Jay Z is the only person in the world that's so cracked to their mama. If we, I'm not this. saying he is, but I'm saying if we're talking about him and him alone, then I can see how those things can, you know, one can make that argument. Okay, and I see that. But what I'm saying is, people do that. But then when uh, Billy Bob, who is the um, who's the retired officer that wants to take things into his own hands. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like when white No, people... but I think those are totally different circumstances. Though. Yeah, but it's the but it's the same premise. It's assa- it's assassinating the character, isn't it? Uh, but no, I don't think that. I don't think that in this situation when we're talking about Jay Z and his actions on showing who he is as a person, I think that is different than say like Mike Brown, who you know this happened to him. And then you go and like you're trying to pull up um, his kindergarten record to say, okay, this is why he deserved to what, die. What, what, yeah, what, I know. Uh, that Which brought me to, like, what, that's why I was saying about them bringing up Pac. Nigga, that was in 96. What was his, I don't recall his issues okay. and, and with Pac and, and what, well, okay. you know. Okay, so, so we all know, if you listen to Bomb First tracks, under, uh, unreleased tracks by Tupac, Tupac this Jay-Z basically off of his affiliation with Big. Okay. Now, now, people don't understand that Big and Jay actually went to school together, so they had a personal relationship. But I guess at that time, Pot was firing, uh, firing shots at anybody who was affiliated with Big, with Bad Boy, with all of them. So Jay-Z just so happened to be in the crossfire. And again, if people would just do their research, it wasn't like Jay-Z and Tupac hated each other. Pac was showing, he was firing shots at the Fugees. He fired shots at Nas. He fired shots at Nas. Like, no, like, nobody was exempt from Tupac's wrath back then. So when people say, well, well, Pac said it back then, Pac said stuff about a lot of people back. Pac dissed Ice Cube in an interview. He had really no issue with Ice Cube, but he just dissed him. So, like, why, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when people do that, I'm like, I get being upset with somebody. But then going all the way back to well, the, well, he stole Kool Aid out of the liquor store when he was six years old, and it's like that's corny to me. Like that's so corny because you wouldn't like it when nobody else do it. That that's just my opinion. That's just that's just me. That's just me. Bottom line is, and and this you know this is the main thing that I, I wanted to say about the whole ordeal. It is okay to be upset with somebody, but the bottom line is two things. One. I don't want us being mad at Jay-Z to overshadow the real issue here. And that's Colin's cause to begin with, which is I mean, yeah, and that's why I think this is so egregious. It's because if you know this man has basically put his career on the line and given up everything for... No, not just his career, his life. I mean, yeah, for, yeah. for this cause and for him to still not have a job when there are 
tons of quarterbacks who shouldn't be working if he's not working. Yeah, some of them played yesterday, but go keep going. And then <laughs> for you to just be like, okay, I'm going to take this job when you know like they are doing this to one of us and then for you to go and you say you're going to take this job without consulting with this man like if if you don't talk to nobody else you got to talk like, to cap i agree with that 1000% and yep. then you lie because you know that you're going to get this this flack and you like yeah i talked to cap on monday like you might have talked to cap on monday but you didn't talk to cap on monday about this yeah and yeah and that's what i was upset with jay about because it's like if there's anybody and we've said this we're going to continue to say if there's anybody that you needed to talk to it's him of all people now here's now here's the thing that i wanted to say also with the internet because i see some people criticize eric reed for his comments on Stephen a because Stephen a uh, said some stuff on, on oh, first take. Um, w- w- yeah, Stephen A. can be a little annoying at times. I-, I like Stephen A. still, but so he basically responded to Stephen A. And some people was mad at Eric Reed and the whole settlement thing. And I'm li- and I'm listening to people. And I'm like, how stupid can you be? Let, like, let me tell you, when it comes to this settlement, Lord what I have mercy. learned is people do not know how the law works they Thank have you. no idea what a civil <laughs> lawsuit is like oh they settle like first of all they settle for lost compensation because Thank they so were said, said freaking, it for the people in the back basically fired from their jobs over something that had nothing to do with the job yep. they should have been working this yep. was money that they should have been getting paid so they settled for money that was theirs that was owed to them. Right. It is no different than you and I getting fired from our jobs for something that they had no business firing us for mm-hmm. and we want our lost wages. That is all this was. Exactly. It is not selling out to get the money that is owed to you. I don't know nobody including these fools that's talking this crap that's going to allow a job to basically steal millions of dollars from you and then you're going to be like no you know what I'm for the cause. I'm, I'm going to let you keep that. No, you want your bread. Thank you. That's what confused me about it, too. I'm like, you do realize that Cap was owed that money because yes. he was basically put out the league for protesting. Just like, you didn't dumb get that? and loud and wrong all the time. Right. And, and so people was like, okay, because I saw this, too, and this we'll, we'll kind of move on from this because I want to get the Nicki Minaj in a little bit, but I saw some people say, well, Eric Reed is still playing. Okay. Let me just point out a thing, something that I want uh, uh, people that say stuff like that to understand. You do not spend your whole life doing something that you love to do just to stop doing it because you're mad at the very employer that you work with or work for. These gentlemen have been playing football since they were, what, five, six years old, Pop Warner. Eric Reed is, what, 30, 31, 32 years old? Mm-hmm. He's just going to stop playing football because he's mad at the NFL. And then he's still kneeling? Yeah, he's still kneeling. That's the oh. part that kills me. Like, when people <laughs> said that, I'm like, so he's, still, he's supposed to stop playing football? Supposed no. to quit his job. Right. He's supposed to just quit his job. No. Like, because he's supposed to like, go broke for the cause. Like, right. not be able to feed his family. Right. So, thank you. That's another thing. So people was like, well, well Eric Reed should have just uh, sat out with Cap too. 
He's doing what he loves. Like, you don't just lose the love for the actual game. Cap still loves to play. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't just stop loving what you do because you're mad. Like, that's not how this works. So, okay, I'm a writer, right? I'm a writer. Okay, let's say, okay, so I just had an incident earlier this year where, I, oh, you know, I mentioned this before, where I'm planning on taking a company to court because of them basically not um, holding up their end of the breach of contract pretty much, right? Okay? And I, I'm planning on, you know, taking them to court. Am I supposed to stop writing or pushing my book out and stop marketing my book because this one company screwed it up for me? No. I'm going to continue to progress and evolve as a writer and hope and pray that it's a um, um, a publisher out there uh, that would take on my project and I continue to uh, do what I love to do, which is writing. Eric Reed is not going to stop playing football because of Colin Kaepernick. If anything, Colin Kaepernick is telling him to continue to play football. Colin Kaepernick just posted a video about how he still wants to play football. Yes, what I'm what saying. Most people understand. You're not, and this goes to every single job. If you are upset with your job and you feel like you deserve compensation and you love what you do, and let's say you you take your job to court and you end up winning, I don't care if it's a non-disclosure agreement because that was another thing people were saying, well, he signed an NDA. Okay, so what? He, he didn't want to talk about it. Is he not supposed to go back to work? Like, I, the logic with that is just so dumb. I'm he was like, just dumb. God, you people are stupid. <laughs> like, so, all in all, bottom line, I, I just want, I, I want us to win. Um, even and us being upset with Jay-Z at the end of the day, if he ends up getting some progressive uh, work done with the NFL, then I'm, uh, I'm all happy. And if this is true that he's getting an NFL team, I mean, that doesn't – and I, I see, you know, like you said, Chestnut Checkers Twitter was so happy. Just because he gets an NFL team does not automatically mean he's just going to sign Kyle Kaepernick to a contract. But it it is good and refreshing to see that it is a black man who actually has a little access to power do something than just complain on Twitter all day and contemplate and talk a bunch of junk and not doing anything. So there, I see both sides of it, but that doesn't mean I'm still not mad at Jay Z. Like, come on, bro. Like he made some he made some errors along the way, but all in all, I just I just want to see Colin Kaepernick back in the league and. Um, and I just want him to do what he loves to do. He loves football. It's his life. And he deserves to be back on that football field. I've seen quarterbacks play, Sean. When I say these quarterbacks are complete garbage, mm-hmm. like Kyler Murray, for instance. Kyler Murray was the number one draft pick in this year's NFL draft. And yes, yes, y'all, I still watch the NFL. I know some people have boycotted. And I've said on this podcast that if you boycott the NFL, great for you. If you continue to watch the foot, watch football, great for you also. I'm not going to tell nobody how to boycott or what they do with their lives. That is on them. And I don't criticize nobody for that. But I watched Kyler Murray play the other day, and I said, he's the number one draft pick for the NFL? I'm like, and Kyler Kaepernick still don't have a job. Now, I'm not saying that Kyler Murray couldn't pick it up. He's a rookie. I get it. But there's other guys like Josh McGowan is on his like he's like on his 15th NFL team. I'm like he's still playing football. He's like 36 years old. 
But Colin Kaepernick can't get a job. Okay. Whatever. So uh that that's our that's our commentary on this whole Jay Z and and NFL deal. And that picture of him and Roger Goodell being buddy buddy, that is the <laughs> cringiest picture I have ever seen in my life. That was so cringy. I'm like, like freaking uh Samuel Jackson and Leonardo DiCaprio from Jay-Z. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. It oh it just Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe that picture. That picture was terrible. Okay. Okay, let's move along. Let's get the Nicki Minaj. I couldn't wait to get to this too. Before this whole Jay-Z and Colin Kaepernick thing happened, there was a little thing that happened on two podcasts. One being on Queen Radio, the other being on the Joe Budden podcast. Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden have on back-to-back podcasts um, yelled a lot. Nikki yelled most of the time, but whatever. And talked about uh, an array of different topics. The man won't be in the motorsports stuff and um, and some other stuff. Sean, did you listen to the uh, to the podcast at all? Nope. Oh, you didn't listen to neither one. I just caught the highlights on Twitter. Okay. I listened to both of them. Boy, oh boy. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, her voice annoys me when she talks, and then she be so loud. I just like, ugh, I can't do it. Now, what did you? Now, what exactly did you hear? Because I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do um, a little thing um, with selective amnesia in a little bit. But uh, what, what did you? What, what did you see? What did you think about the whole thing with Nikki and Joe? I know they and... discussed the the motorsport business and mm-hmm. him. Her saying that he said she was on drugs, mm-hmm. and um, shoot, what else was it? It's a lot. I'm just a blank. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a lot. I'm a blank. Okay, I'll, 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 since I listen to both podcasts, I'll, I'll kind of go. So on Queen Radio, which is her platform. Joe came on there with Rory and Marlon Parks and they discussed the motorsport stuff and they also talked about Nicki being on drugs and they talked about Joe Button lying, basically basically calling Nicki Minaj a liar and and, and all of this stuff and and blah, blah, blah. Joe Button's podcast was more of a continuation on the stuff on Queen Radio with a little added spice uh, when it concerned Rick Ross, which I I can't wait to get to that part. But So that was some of the stuff that was talked about. Um, And her screaming at Rory on Joe Budden's podcast was the cringiest thing I saw all week outside <laughs> of the Jay-Z thing. Like, she let that dude have it. I feel so bad for her because Rory's technically a nice guy. Rory's the white one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the okay. white one. And he just got, oh, man, he was railroaded by Nikki. Nikki was having none of his shenanigans at all. But let me let me do this, Sean. Let me, let me go ahead and say my little piece about Nicki Minaj, because Nicki Minaj is real easy for people to make themselves look good without making themselves look bad. I'll start with motorsport. Now, this portion, again, is going to be about selective amnesia, because it seems to me that people love to forget stuff without all of the information being there. So, motorsport, right? We all know the song Motorsport, Migos, Cardi, Nicki. Mm-hmm. 
Sean, have you ever heard the original version of Motorsport? Uh, what we heard is not the original version. No, it is not. Which is why I'm about to get into this tidbit. Okay. Take a wild guess where I heard the original Motorsport from. You'll never believe this. The one person that I despise in media more than anybody. DJ freaking academics. When did he play it? This is when a little bit after Nikki went on Queen Radio and basically talked about what really happened with motorsport. So let me break this down. Sean, on the original motorsport, Nikki Minaj said this. You, you remember the line that she spit when she said, if Quavo's the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi? Mm-hmm. On the original motorsport, Car- uh, she says, if Cardi B is the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi. That's the original lyric. Sean, we've been listening to hip-hop for 30 years. I know, we're telling our age. I'm going to break that metaphor down for the dumb people in the back or those who really don't, really don't understand what that lyric actually means. Vince Lombardi is a quarter, was the coach for the Green Bay Packers in the early 60s, uh, and they won um, a lot of championships when the NFL first became the NFL. And Bart Starr back then was the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. You can put it in today's text. Brady and Belichick. You can use Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, who's no longer with the Green Bay Packers. Or you can use uh, Joe Montana and Bill Walsh. That metaphor is basically saying if I'm, no matter who the quarterback is, I'm still the coach. Pretty much I still run this. Sean, when you hear that original bar, if Cardi's the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi, doesn't that sound like a shot at Cardi B? I mean, if it's rumored that y'all don't really mess with each other, I can see it, yeah. Exactly. Okay, glad you said that. Now, on Queen Radio last year, back when Nikki and Cardi had their issues, Nikki was the one that came out and started talking about the whole motorsport fiasco. Mind you, no one even knew this information, which is why DJ Academic put out the original version of motorsport with that line in there. Car- what happened was Nikki was mad that Atlanta Records, who is Cardi B's record label, asked her to change the lyrics. Because when they heard the original version, now, now let me, before I even get to that, I, I'm skipping the part. Originally, that song wasn't supposed to have Cardi B on there. That song was only supposed to be Quavo and Nikki. And Quavo asked Nikki, could Cardi be on the track? And Nikki so was, and I when said, she yes. had that line, was Cardi on the song yet? So, which is what I'm about to get into. I'm, perfect segue. So this is why Joe Button called Nikki a liar on that Everyday Struggle clip because she posted a clip of Joe Button basically saying that Nicki Minaj was a liar. If you go back to the original uh, original uh, Motorsport, so Nikki knew that Cardi was going to be on this record, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say she didn't know. Let's say, let's say for, for, for lack of a better term, let's say, okay, Nicki Minaj said yes, right? Now, I want to point this out because... Nicki Minaj has not worked with another female rapper up until that point. She's 2010 with Five Star Chick. I want that part to kind of be the back in the backdrop area while, while, while I'm talking about this. That's, that's seven years before she worked with another female MC, and that was Trina. And Nicki wasn't even on like that, but 
Uh, that's a sidebar. So let's say for let's say okay, Cardi's on the record. Let's say you didn't hear Cardi B's verse, right? Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, you still wrote that bar. Let's say you heard you say you heard Cardi B's verse. Nicki Minaj, you still wrote that bar. The reason why Atlantic Records asked her to change the lyric because they heard the original version probably was like, okay, Cardi's my hottest artist. I got this superstar throwing shots at her. We can't have our hottest artist getting shots thrown by a superstar. No one's dumb when they hear that original lyric. If Cardi's the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi. No one's that stupid. So Nikki was mad because Atlantic Records asked her to change it. Mind you, this whole entire time between Motorsport and Nikki and Cardi getting into it, Cardi hasn't said one word. So that's why Joe Button in the first place called her a liar because he, he's sitting here like, well, if you knew that she was on the record, you still threw the shot at her, which is what he was trying to explain on Queen Radio until he was pretty much getting shouted at by Nikki the whole time. So that's, that's the Motorsport stuff. So either way it go, Nicki Minaj still threw a shot at Cardi B. And Nicki got mad because she got caught. That's why she was screaming at Joe Budden. Now, you brought up the, the pills thing, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't Nicki Minaj have a song called Pills and Potions? Mm-hmm. Dude, what the hell is Nicki Minaj mad about? By the way, didn't Remy Ma expose Nicki's drug habits on sheep? Amongst other things. <laughs> Amongst other things. What the hell is Nicki Minaj mad at Joe Budden for pointing that out for? Because she... <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. She I know. is the type to throw stones and then hide her hand. Boy, I tell you. Which brings me to Rick Ross. Now, this was the most egregious thing about this whole entire ordeal. She Remember, called him a is... fat ass. Yes, 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 yes. She did call him a fat ass. I thought that was kind of funny. The reason why this came about is because earlier, uh, a couple pod, I think it was, I don't know if it was 270 or 269 of the Joe Biden podcast where they talked about who was the rap, better rapper between uh, the game and Rick Ross. So when Nicki Minaj got on there, uh, I think it was Rory asked her who's the better rapper between Rick Ross and the game. And of course, she went into this whole diatribe about how she, uh, Rick Ross is this and that and the third. So, so this is what she said. This is Nicki Minaj, right? She talks about how Rick Ross, uh, it was her and a whole bunch of people that had a meeting with President Obama. I, I believe it was probably about the meat stuff. So Rick Ross was, I guess, on the phone texting. I don't know if he was texting Meek or whoever he was texting and pretty much alluding to the fact that Nicki Minaj was a keeper and she saw the text message, right? And so she got mad because on the song Apple of My Eye, which is on Rick Ross's album, Rather You Than Me, uh, which is a phenomenal track, by the way, and it's a great album. She, he went and basically said that he didn't, he told Meek not to trust Nicki. I guess she was mad about that. Here's what Nicki Minaj didn't want to talk about because she neglected all of this. Remember, selective amnesia. Remember on Sheathen when Remy talked about, she talked to Meek at All-Star this was after her and Meek broke up. And then Remy went on to talk about whatever about her, you know, being a uh, trash bop and all this. And then Remy started talking about how right after Meek broke up, uh, her and Meek broke up, that the very next moment you see 
was her taking pictures with the very person that she was that he was beefing with, mm-hmm. with Drake, right? So, if I'm Rick Ross, and Meek Mill is my man, he done went through hell in 2015, not just with the whole Drake stuff with Back to Back, but social media pretty much almost killed his career. He got into it with 50, he got into it with Game, he done got into it with all these people. Uh, his girl, just, you know, him and his girl done broke up. Um... And then he started having all of his legal trouble with the case. We all know about the case and everything, right? And and also the fact that Nicki Minaj is now taking pictures with Drake again. If I'm Rick Ross, wouldn't I tell Meek not to trust Nicki too? Yeah. So why is Nicki Minaj mad at Ross for stating facts? Duh, I wouldn't trust you neither. And I'm sitting here listening to Nikki get mad at Ross, and I'm like, but you had none of this energy for Remy, who said everything that Ross just said. What are you mad about? Mind you, when Meek Mill got out of jail, or out of prison, rather, he had an interview on The Breakfast Club where Charlamagne had asked him, do you still talk to Nikki? He's like, no. The reason why Meek Mill stopped talking to Nikki is because he said Nikki told the doggone uh, judge to pretty much either keep him locked up or keep him on probation. That's what Meek Mill said. Further reason for Rick Ross to look at Nikki and be like, I don't trust you. Because then he goes on the Breakfast Club, Rick Ross, just yesterday. They had asked him, have you spoke to Nikki? You know, did you hear what Nikki said on Joe Bud Podcast? Da, da, da. And Rick Ross alluded to it. He said, yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I did say that pretty much when she was trustworthy. When I, when, I, when I sat back and I observed all of this, I said, Nicki Minaj is that crazy, one. Yeah. And two, she is trying to make it seem like she did nothing wrong. Ever. That's what I'm saying. She throws stones out her hand. <laughs> And I, I don't understand it. And, and it's so funny that she was screaming and ranting and raving. And rah, 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 rah. But when Remy flamed her on Sheether and Nikki put out that trash response on No Frauds. That nobody really even discusses it. anymore. Uh, no one even. Does anybody even still listen to No Frauds? <laughs> like, Much like most of the songs she's been releasing. It's like she had that little initial couple day buzz from her fans. And then after that, it just disappears and all. Oh, you mean just like Hot Girl Summer with Meg? Oh, Amongst Megatron and whatever else she didn't put out lately. It's none, of, none of it's hitting. None of it's hitting. And that's why she's she, crazy because she can't... It's like she used to be in number one because she was the only one. Yep. It's like she got competition and people listening to everybody else stuff long term and her stuff is like microwavable. It's like we listen to it for a second and then you know, nobody talks about her no more. She cannot handle not being the only one. She can't handle the competition. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I just had to bring that out because I think people was like Nikki, she just, again, she just has selective amnesia. She didn't want to talk about all the other stuff. So I just thought that was funny. I just thought that was funny. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. So that's, that's our Nikki Minaj um, portion of this podcast. Okay. Couple things did happen outside of uh, Nikki and Jay Z. Lord have mercy. We have spent almost uh, the majority of this podcast talking about two subjects, but a whole bunch of other stuff 
also did happen. Unfortunately, we had the shooting in El Paso and Dayton in the aftermath of it. Um, I don't know why Congress can't just simply just get gun control under you control. You know why? Because they getting that money from the NRA. That is a fact. That's true. And it's... So, after the El Paso and Dayton shootings happened, and, and God bless all of those families who were deeply affected by that, they blamed it on video games. Oh. <laughs> Still. Still. Sean. Listen, Walmart... Talking about they're gonna take down the advertisement for the video games, but they still selling guns, okay? Because that makes Hello, sense. So, well, <laughs> make it make sense, right? So I played video games since I was eight years old, or five years old. My first video game was the original Nintendo. Okay. I have played video games my entire life almost. Duck hunting with the gun. Hello. Ain't never Hello. shot nobody. I thank you. I was good. That, that's where I was going with this. I play Mortal Kombat. I play Street Fighter. I play Call of Duty. GoldenEye is the greatest first-person shooter of all time. Don't at me or debate me. I played a million video games in my day, and not once have I ever thought running up in a Walmart, running up in a Target, running up in a post office, and killing anyone. But video games is to blame. Okay. 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 I played Mortal Kombat, which is one of the most violent, if not the most violent video game of all time. It is a terrible, terrible game. I love that game. I love every iteration of Mortal Kombat except Mortal Kombat 4 and Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. Those are two of the worst video games in the history of video games, but whatever. I've seen people get their heads chopped off. I've seen people get their, pretty much get their balls blew off. Those fatalities be gruesome. What? <laughs> And they're so creative. Like, yeah, the that's why I say whoever, whoever make them games is something wrong with the people. Like, I, who, who, how are you thinking to do this to somebody? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as as much as I've seen with those video games, I've never not once wanted to walk up to a random person and just knock their head off. Not me, no. Video games are not to blame. You know what you need to do, America? It's very simple. I've said this years ago. All you have to do is do a background check on anyone that wants to purchase a gun. That's it. Problem solved. And if they are ineligible... And stop selling freaking machine guns to regular citizens. What do you right. need this freaking firepower for? Like, right. No a purpose. An AR-15? AR Why the hell did you need an AR-15 in your house? It's only you. <laughs> like it's weird, man. It's weird. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But un- you know, for hopefully they they get. You know, America really does wake up. We really do have a t- a really bad gun issue uh, with mass shootings. I mean, we've had so many mass shootings. That, I mean, this year alone, I- I've lost count. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I, I really do. I really do hope that people really take heed that we do have a problem. With, with gun control. So, um, you know, again, the families that's been affected by both shootings, you know, uh, my, you know, my heart goes out to them. Now, also in the news, Jeff, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, boy, oh boy. On this latest episode that is playing on the investigation channel, Jeffrey Epstein, who we, we all know was the um, 
was the disgruntled bill well not disgruntled the disgraced billionaire who was pretty much uh, awaiting trial for his hand in sexual assault to underage girls ended up dying in prison they ruled it a suicide mm-hmm. I guess it was a report that came out that the the uh, coroner or uh, they basically said that yes it was a suicide Sean you are the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I need you to talk to us for you a minute. You heard me say, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I did. I caught that. I caught that. Sean, what are your opinions about this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing? Jeffrey Epstein ain't been more hung himself than <laughs> D'Angelo Barksdale hung himself in season two <laughs> on The Wire. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, a Wire reference. Oh, I love you for that. Top five greatest show ever, by the way. But continue. They say that it's um, conclusive with hanging, but they also said that it's more likely due to strangulation. So, Mm -hmm. what I feel like is this man was going to start spilling the beans on all these rich people Mm -hmm. that he was sending these children to. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want they splot blown. Mm-hmm. So they didn't kill this man. Because first of all, they transferred his roommate like two weeks ago. Like yep. two weeks prior to him being killed, they took his roommate yep. out. Yep. Then he was supposed to be on um, 24-hour watch, suicide watch. Mm-hmm. They took that off. Then the cameras mysteriously didn't work. Then his guards wasn't going to check on him like they were supposed to because supposedly they had been overworked. You mean tell me y'all can keep an eye on El Chapo? El freaking sure Chapo. Nothing happened to this man. But y'all leave Jeffrey Epstein alone long enough for him to hang himself? Stop it. I can't prove no. it. No. Right. That man did not kill himself, okay? I don't know who did it, if it was Donald Trump, uh, any of them other rich people that he was about to still be spilling the beans on. All I'm hoping mm-hmm. is that he had a contingency for this and mm-hmm. somewhere somebody got a flash drive with all the information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that. And it's still going to come out. But that man ain't killed himself. They need to stop the madness. Like, right. And it was so sloppy. I feel like they knew that their window was closing, so they had to just go and do it, and now they just playing, like, clean up, and it's, it's, it's not the best, but, I mean, mm-hmm. we got Donald Trump in the presidency, and he do crap yeah. all the time, and they sweep it up yeah. the rug, so that's all right. that's happening right now. Right. I'm with you a thousand percent, and I'm not even a conspiracy theorist person. When I seen this story, I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 let me get this straight. A billionaire. Mm-hmm. Keep this in mind. He is a billionaire who is getting ready to face trial with all of this stuff going on with him. You mean to tell me this isn't even 2020 hindsight. This is just straight up and down in your face. You mean to tell me that mysteriously there was no watch for Nobody. this man whatsoever okay I want to sell you a bridge in Brooklyn I want to sell you a bridge in my house you know what I'm saying <laughs> like I, I went in the kitchen pro- 
I got property in, oh, in Idaho that I yeah. want to sell to you right now, and it's worth five hundred thousand dollars. Nobody believes this story. Not one. Come I mean, on, but what, really? What, what can we do? That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it was so messy that they just, you know, they don't care because they know that there's nothing we can really do to prove it. So they just gonna let us be upset about it, much like everything else has happening in the government. But don't nobody believe that that man killed himself. Come on, man. Nobody believes it. It's it's ridiculous. And I I we will we'll see when this becomes a movie. Cause you know Oliver Stone and those guys are chubbing at the bits to make this a movie. This will probably be a lifetime movie in about a month and a half from now. So you know how they do when stuff happens. They can't wait to write a script for it. You know, it's just like, okay, I I don't think you need a script for that, but whatever. Okay, let's have some fun. Lori Harvey, I want to get to this too. <laughs> so allegedly <laughs> Lori Harvey is dating Diddy now allegedly it was pictures of Lori Harvey and Diddy on vacation quote unquote air quotes with C. Harvey present if anybody has paid attention to this story Lori Harvey was also linked to Justin Combs which is Diddy's son Boy, I, I sure hope that if they ever decide to go on Family Feud and Lori Harvey is there, is Justin Combs going to come with them? Because you know they love to do celebrity Family Feud. That must be an awkward Thanksgiving dinner that's upcoming. Look I'm scratching I'm my rich head on people problems, I, okay? I'm ASAP. This is some ASAP Rocky stuff going on right now. These are rich <laughs> so people stupid. problems. You're so stupid. I don't even know what to say about this because I'm like... I mean, she grown. It's nasty because she's 22 and he like 50. No and, kidding. And I don't know what a man that age has in common and really can discuss with a child. But, I mean, she she technically grown, so he ain't exactly R. Kelly. But, you know, and, and I mean, but what you expect? Her mama was dating cousins or brothers or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, she just going up to, she was engaged to Memphis. He didn't have that much money. Then she, like, moved on to Trey Songs, But I think he ended up having that baby on her. So that's why they mm-hmm. didn't work. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, why why be with Justin when you can be with the one with the actual money? It just sounds weird, though, like. Huh? Ain't nobody marrying for love no more. This is brass broke people stuff. That's what you and I do. You know, <laughs> right. we, we marry right. people for love because we broke. Right. People right. out here marrying <laughs> for money, okay? Like she 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 ain't looking for no love. She she looking for a check. And if your dad is Steve Harvey, you can't date Tom that work at T Mobile. So <laughs> right, you know, I mean, did he work like eight hundred million dollars? So you know, that's that's where she's that's that's her bracket. He just old. I'm sitting here looking at Diddy like, hold on, hold on. It is I mean, a he had million to replace people. Cassie, okay, and she was old to him because Cassie like thirty two. So right, right, you know, <laughs> right. He just you know went down ten years. I, I, yeah, I. I... This is it's it's just weird. It's All nasty. It. Yeah, it's it is. What it a, is, it is a, a million people. It is a million people out there. You got Meek Mill shouting out Lori Harvey talking he ain't got about no money. 
Right, well, well, he ain't got enough money, but he talking about all he want for Christmas is Lori Harvey. I don't think nobody caught that line and going bad. But anyway, I'm like, it is a million people out here, and you choose each other. I don't, I don't know. It's, Diddy looking for a trophy, and she looking for a check. It's perfect. I get okay, perfect. Poor Justin Combs. You know that means. I mean, I don't know how that works. Like, you know, your daddy, because he was upset. Him and Future was upset when she was uh, singing with Trey Songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Trey got played, which I think is funny because Trey has been known for being the, the playboy that he is. And he ended up getting played. But you know what? You know what this reminds me of? You know that meme, the SpongeBob meme? I think it's who, who who is it Squidward that's looking outside and watching Patrick and SpongeBob out there playing. Oh, from up above. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how Justin feels when he sees Diddy, his dad, and Lori Harvey just frolicking in the in Central Park somewhere. This is about the weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. It is weird. To it's me. weird seeing them all at dinner together. Steve Harvey and Diddy about the same age. And, yeah, right. and Diddy with his daughter. Mm, mm, mm. Rich people problems, like I said. Rich I don't people know, problems. I, 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 I don't know neither. I don't know neither. I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Um, I got a question for you. Now, you've watched probably more of the Democratic conventions than I have. I have not watched a single debate yet. Who do you think is in the league? Because I think Elizabeth Warren has been the most <sighs> consistent out of all of them. Who do you think it- is in the league right now? I would say I think that Biden is still in the lead. Okay. But who I would like to vote for would be Elizabeth Warren. She is my favorite candidate. She is the one I agree. who has the most policies that I think would um, be beneficial to us. Mm-hmm. Now, if she's going to keep these promises she making, you know, politicians, they sell you, they sold if they thought you was going to vote for them. <laughs> yep. Now, that's a whole nother story, but from what she's saying, she is the one that I would feel the most comfortable giving my vote to. Now, with that being said, I don't think she can beat Donald Trump. And that's I sad. don't either. To be honest, only person that I can see maybe doing something would be Biden and it is, it's not going to work. The way his legacy has been tarnished during this run. Ooh, I used to call him Uncle Joe. Okay? Mm-hmm. I can't call that man Uncle Joe no more. Do you know he said, and I'm yeah, paraphrasing because I don't know the exact quote. Oh, yeah. Poor I already know kids you're going. are just as smart as white kids. And I said, huh, come again? Yeah. Poor kids yeah. are just as smart as white kids. So now I'm trying to figure what color are the poor kids? Uh yeah. And are we yeah. saying that white kids can't be poor? I don't know which part I'm more confused about. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what color the poor kids are. And then are we saying that white kids can't be poor? Yeah. Uh sir. That was really bad. That yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. What that, is what that, is your team doing? You do realize that he has, out of everybody, the strongest team out of everybody that is on the uh, Democratic uh, ballot. My, my guy, you you was riding on the Obama wave. You have lost oh, man. all of that. 
Yeah. Because you are, see, the problem was with Obama, Joe Biden got to play the crazy, like, you know, backup where you just say some, you know, all the stuff that Obama wouldn't say, the crazy stuff, and the people got to laugh and be like, ha ha, you funny. Yeah, you know, you, you know who Joe Biden reminds me of? Draymond Green. Yeah, where when you, what, with the where, collective, we kind of ignore your stupidity. Exactly. <laughs> but when you're standing on your own, we like, you yep. know what? You are an idiot. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, and I, I don't I don't mean that in the literal sense. I mean, if if we're looking at Obama, Obama is Steph Curry. He's pretty much the Warriors team. And then there's Draymond Green, the one who always got something to say, Ugh. the one who always him. got <laughs> I know you do. But I mean he's the he's the wild one. That's Joe Biden to a T. And now okay? you're on the forefront. And now you gotta answer for all of the, you know, your previous transgressions. And then you you feel entitled because I mean you you know, you were vice president, so you you have this entitlement, not to mention that you are a white man, so you have that entitlement. Yeah. And you don't understand the game and the world in which you are playing in at the moment. Exactly. And he don't want to listen to his team who are telling him Excuse that me. you you have to do it this way. He wants to do it his way and it's yeah. not working. And now you've like shown this light to where the person that we thought you were that really ain't you. And now the you yeah. that we know you to be, kind of like Nicki Minaj, it was like when she wasn't speaking and we didn't know her ideologies and like her thoughts and her as a person and we just knew her as a rapper, we was like, we could mess with her. But now that you like, you want us to know who you are, it's like, we don't really like you as a person. We just want you right. to rap and shut up. Right. And so right. with him... We he was able to hide behind hide Obama, and we didn't really pay attention to who he was as a person because he wasn't mm-hmm. in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And now that we like are getting to know you, we mm-hmm. like uh, uh, I don't really mess with you like that. Right, right. <sighs> I'm with you. I think that Elizabeth Warren is the strongest candidate. However, she doesn't have a chance to hit with Trump. No. She, she doesn't have the charisma and no. he, he is someone that even though he loud and wrong he loud and he's very boisterous about him being wrong so like he gonna yes. tell you some crap that you know is a lie but he gonna speak it with such conviction that yes. people are gonna ride with that and her whereas she's like telling us the truth she says it so meekly and mildly that it's gonna be overlooked right and, and with his with him being so charismatic Ugh. In a debate, she he's gonna drown her. Yes, he's gonna kill her. He gonna kill her. So this is this is my this is my thing. Okay, I am with you. I think Joe Biden has the strongest chance. However, I don't think Joe Biden is gonna win. No, which brings me back to my disappointment with Bernie Sanders in 2016. All of this could have been avoided if Hillary Clinton hadn't sabotaged Bernie Sanders being the Democratic nominee for the President of the United States. There is no way in hell that Donald Trump is winning the debate with Bernie Sanders. Not even a little bit. Joe Biden should have just ran in 2016. Thank you. And that's, that, was, that was my that is That is the point. issue. He that was my Easily. Point. Because he would have been coming off of Obama. 
Yep. He would have had that wave. We wouldn't have yep. had all these people like going into his record and pulling out all these receipts and Anita mm-hmm. Hill coming out and all of that. Mm-hmm. He could have easily washed Trump, but he didn't yeah. run. And now it's like you want to relive a moment that has passed. Like you should have ran when you had the chance. Yeah, and it's too late because yeah. now people are looking at Joe Biden with the side eye. With all of the remarks that he's made, and then mm-hmm. the you know inappropriate um, touching stuff, it, it's just it doesn't look good for him. So, out of so out of all these candidates, I do think Biden's the strongest. With uh, with Bernie Sanders right behind, and uh, I think Elizabeth Warren is right there. Doggone Kamala Harris, man! You talk about a fall. I'm so tired of her. Woo-wee. Did you see her with the pork chop? Yes, I did, and that—that's why I said, "Oh, she's she's rap city. She's she's a rap. She's 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 done. She's done." Like how so, you black and you trying to prove to us that you black? Like that right. pandering you doing is insulting. Is 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 bad, and that's not what we need at the, at this time. It's it's just bad. It's just all bad. So, I think that hopefully, hopefully. Somebody can just stand out and really take this thing and and just just bring it all home. Look just here, bring it all home. I saw a tweet and it said Donald Trump in four. <laughs> and let me tell you, I laughed and cried because oh it's the truest tweet I think I've ever seen on Twitter. Not, not in four, sorry. in four. Yes, Donald Trump in four. <laughs> Who in the world? I don't remember who it was, but I I promise you, uh, I was like, this is this is the sad truth. Like that's sad. we have twenty candidates, and I don't see one of them winning this race. I, 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 the fact that we still have twenty candidates lets you know yeah, that that, that is why not, ain't nobody been weeded out yet. Like why are all these people still running? Twenty plus people. Like, Agreed. Ain't none I of agree. y'all thought that, like, okay, you know, it's more important for us that we actually win this thing yep. as opposed to, no, it has to be me who wins it. Yep. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. All of this looks bad. I just, I don't know, man. It, it just, all of this looks bad. And I just think that it is, and I, like I said, I, I love Elizabeth Warren too. She's been the most consistent one out of all of them. But mm-hmm. I just don't see her winning. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So we'll we'll, we'll wait and see, and we'll see how this goes. Um, a few other things, and then we'll we'll wrap this uh wrap this up. Um, green shirt guy is the homie. That was the funniest <laughs> was thing. Up. That's how I look when I seen that Donald Trump at four tweet. Yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. It was great. It was great. He was, but he was really getting a kick out of what was going on. So if any, no one knows what we're talking about. Is the guy name? His name is Alice. Uh, I think his name is uh, last name is Kak. I, I, I could be wrong. Uh, Kak Kak. I'm sorry if I mispronounced his name. This all happened down in Arizona. Uh, what happened was they was having a two uh, a Tucson City uh, Council meeting. They was talking some, you know, make America great again. Trump supporters came in there, started yelling about uh, uh, anti-immigrant beliefs. And basically, they're trying to, um, they were causing a ruckus about a sanctuary city initiative on the November ballot, a voter-sponsored initiative that will add protection to the undocumented in Tucson. Well, of course, those Trump supporters had a problem with it. 
green shirt guy was cracking up in this video. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've seen like all year. Cause he was rolling. Mm-hmm. That's 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 pretty much me when I when I hear a Trump supporter stars try try to explain themselves. It's like, no. <laughs> like, no, not at all. That that ain't it. So I I it was great. I loved it. I loved it. Um other things that that's happened. We're um uh, the ice raid, the unfortunate ice raid that they had down in Mississippi, um, where I think over 630 um, people were raided. The largest raid in, they said, I think they said the largest raid in U.S. history. Uh, I really, I, I just for the life of me, don't understand this appeal of wanting people to go back to a country that's supposed, you know, when the, when the, you know, the country promotes freedom, 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 freedom. America free, home and break. America free, home and break. Forget they, all that. The fact that white people are immigrants to this country themselves exactly. and are trying to stop people from coming here is the hypocrisy of all lifetimes. Uh, exactly, because there is not one person that is American-American. <laughs> not a one. Unless it's a native in front of it. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Last thing... Now, we're going to have a separate podcast for this, and that is that controversial Shade Room Top 50 GOAT list. And the reason why it was so controversial is because they had Joe Button At three. At, yeah, at three. I said, huh? <laughs> now, now, don't get me wrong. Now, I have my own Top 50 list where Joe Button is actually in my Top 50, but he ain't number three. I, I love name my list. Well, listen, Joe Budden can rap. Now, now, I'm not saying that. Now, now it's different for me because I actually have his catalog. Like Joe Budden has put out 13 albums. I think I might have 10 of them. So I've listened to a lot of Joe Budden in my day, and Joe Budden gets busy, and his albums are actually really, really good. But not at no three. Not at all. Now, when you have guys like Tupac and Biggie and Rakim and Eminem to consider. No, and I am a huge Joe Budden fan, but we gonna save that. We we go. That's gonna be a whole separate little podcast. Cause yeah, because like we're gonna be there's gonna be screaming. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So that's gonna be so that's gonna be our own separate podcast. Oh yeah, I forgot about Mario Lopez and Mario freaking Lopez was in the news. Uh, he had some okay. I, I, I want to say this. I is, think is, I got an unpopular opinion on this. Uh, I, I might have one too, Sean. But Mario Lopez was in the news because he had some opinions about uh, how do I want to put this? <laughs> how do I want to put this? Um, he basically had some opinions about um, parenting a, a transgender child and it was so much backlash that he had to come out and apologize oh my gosh. for his opinions. Sean, before we end this podcast, but what do you want to say about that? I'm tired of people. First of all, every time there's a different of opinion, I don't think people should be canceled. Like, that is so stupid. I agree. There is a reason to cancel people, and then sometimes there's just a reason to have a doggone discussion. Agreed. This crap Kanye West been on, he need to be canceled. Yep. This mess Jay-Z just pulled just warrants a discussion. 
Yeah, not a cancellation, by the way. Mario Lopez, first of all, I don't think what he said was wrong. I don't think that a three-year-old should be allowed to tell you that they want to be a girl or a boy and then you go with it. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, later on down the line, if they say that that's what they want to do and you're a parent, if that's what you want to do with your kid, then okay. But at three years old, you don't allow your children to make big life decisions. Like, no, they not, are not children. A, yeah, they, they're they're at the age of three and they can barely say the ABC. Yes, like that is too Agreed. early Agreed. for stuff like that. Now, if they come to you and they 14, 15, and this is something that they still feel strongly about, right. and you as a parent, you, as, you agree with that, okay, but at three years old, like, no, you don't know what you still want to be a Spider Man at three, you know what I'm saying? Like, you mm-hmm. can't put so much weight into something so serious and 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 life altering on a brain that is nowhere near developed, right? I That's feel the my same only yeah. issue. I just think that that is too young, right. I feel the exact same way, and I, I didn't understand the backlash. I mean, he's a parent, and he's entitled to parent. That's his job as a parent is to look out for his children. So, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I just when I when I seen that he was receiving backlash from it, I'm like, for I what? told you because we live in a world where everybody wants to look and think. If you don't look the same and think exactly the same as everybody else, and that's a problem. And, right. and this world is so stupid. Nobody can never like have a difference of opinion anymore because if you have a difference of opinion, then it's cause for all this crap. And I'm just sick of everybody. Yeah, because okay. And and that's why and that's why I was saying what I was saying earlier with the whole Jay thing. It's okay to disagree. Yeah. It's okay to be upset with him. But especially with him and, and other people too, like it's certain people that deserve that I mean, because again. If you're not showing a level of attrition where you can come out and say, hey, I made a mistake or, hey, I made an error like like your R. Kelly's and your Bill Cosby's, that's one reason or one way to get canceled, pretty much. But Mario Lopez don't deserve to be canceled because of an opinion and he's a parent. Like, what kind of people are we? Not everybody is like... They was calling for him to be fired and all kind of goofy crap. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my, I'm like, not everybody is sheep. And not everybody is the same person. Everybody is unique and different in their own way. And that's what makes, you know, life special. But I'm not, just because I did, like, for instance, now, me, me personally, I'm probably going to say something that's going to get my, me in trouble. I myself don't understand the transgender lifestyle. And, I'm, and I probably never will because I'm not a transgender. That does not mean because I don't understand that I'm not willing to learn. Or, or that you, you know, think it's wrong or right, exactly. that you want to like abolish it or anything right. like that. Right. I just I just I have lack of knowledge and lack of knowledge is okay. Not everybody's gonna know everything, not everybody is going to agree with everything. But Mario Lopez, when I read his comments, he didn't call for transgenders to be murdered. No, that's what None I of that. All he said, all he said was that's not a decision I'm making for my child at the age of three. Or my child, you know, and, and, it's, and, and, and by the way, it is his children. He is entitled to feel whatever he feels for his children. Exactly. It's his children. 
So when I, I I just couldn't believe it. I'm just like, oh my god, what are we doing? And why are we like this? I need people to stop being like this. He has three kids. His kids is eight, five, and three weeks. Oh, he I'm got pretty, a little baby. He got a little baby. So it, it's just like, man, come on, man. Like I I need people to stop being like that. And oh my god, we 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 do too much sometimes, man. Got got to cancel everybody. Everybody got to be canceled. In a minute, you cancel so many people, ain't nobody gonna be able to live. Everybody gonna be canceled, and then it's like canceling is gonna cancel itself out. It ain't even gonna mean nothing no more because exactly. Sound like you're canceled. Like you sound stupid. Exactly. So, so yeah. So you know, whatever, whatever. And I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say because I was gonna say something else with that. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. And when you when you want to do that top fifty. Um, I don't care. Okay. All right. Well, we might we might just sneak that on y'all the next time we record. But um, that's gonna wrap it up. This was a very good episode. Another episode down in the books, and hopefully it wouldn't take so long to to, to record. Uh, we're actually gonna do social media shoutouts this time. I, I know I kind of like threw a dart last time because we didn't do it, and, and uh, some people was mad at me for it. I'm not gonna say who, but um. We'll do social media shout outs and, and we're going to wrap this episode up. Alrighty then. Well, Instagram and Twitter at Honey Bunches. That's H U N N I I E B U N C H E S. All right. Follow me on Twitter at Big Sky of uh, the Poet, capital B, capital B I G, capital S K Y E, the Poet. Follow me on Instagram at Big Sky 83. Again, thank everybody for their support. Uh, and you can also remember to. Um, to email us uh, at y'all have no idea podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Sean is over there. I have nothing to do with that. And um, <laughs> that's going to that's gonna end this episode. Uh, episode 30 in the books. Until next time, we will holler at y'all later on. And peace. Peace.